What's going on, everyone? Today we have a special guest, a special podcast, and a special episode for a special day. What a special intro. Especially <laughs> from you. <laughs> Especially for you. I want to say... Get to it. <laughs> I'm going to get to it. We got... We got t- today we got Jolt in the house. It's spelled as Z. S-O-L-T, but pronounced as Jolt, Jolt, as he explained in the episode. He's a coach from Hungary in Bahrain. I'm just saying, this guy is full of education, <laughs> information, and motivation and exercise. Keep rhyming, man. Don't Thanks. ruin the flow. Thanks, dude. He has a master's degree in kinesiology. Is that how to... Kinesiology? Kin- kinesiology? Yes, sir. All right. And a master's degree in biomechanics. I had to open his Instagram on my phone because because I didn't know how to pronounce kine- kinesiology. Thanks. You got my back, dude. You got my back. What did we talk about in that episode? In this episode. In this episode. <laughs> I forgot. Dude, it's, it's, we talked about everything. Like we talked about his fascination for working out, for movement basically, uh, and how he got into it. We talked about his early days of capoeira. Um spoiler. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. People we we need to give some sugar on 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 and some spice. Yeah. Yeah. And everything nice. These are the ingredients <laughs> chosen to create this special episode. <laughs> so we hope you enjoy the episode as much as we did. Okay? And yeah, that's all I want to say is enjoy. Boop. We are speaking out of our own personal experience. I'm happy with everyone. Something for the country by speaking Arabic is that there's a reward system. You do the work, they're getting more busy because of all the orders people. <laughs> But I wanted to ask you, give us uh, give us a short summary of who Zolta is. All right. Uh, so I'm Zolt. It's Z S. Oh, oh Zolt. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah. pleasure. Pleasure. Okay, yeah. yeah, actually, Christina taught me that one how to like, <laughs> uh, explain it uh, because she was learning some Hungarian and it was the for that letter or that okay. word. That's how you say it. Okay. Uh, so I'm Jod. I'm from Hungary, uh, 30 year old. Um, by uh, studies, I'm a biomechanics and kinesiologist. So I studied uh, human kinesiology back in Hungary for bachelor and master. And then at the same time, I went to Finland to do It's called Biology of Physical Activity, mm-hmm. and I majored in biomechanics. Nice. And yeah, so since you're all the, about the human body, right? Yeah. Uh, I, so basically, I started uh, my studies when I was in high school as an electrical engineer. Uh, I followed my brother to the school, uh, and I was not really interested mm-hmm. in. Uh, but luckily, the engineering mindset stayed with me, and yeah. then I went on to the human studies. Uh, to the sports science and it was really interesting to see the overlap between like the machine and the human body 
Uh, and that really like fascinated me. And then that's how I like went into more biomechanics. Yeah. So to understanding the human physio physiology and how it behaves and works. Dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah, we have a lot to talk about then. Yeah. Uh, but before that, uh, I want to ask if you know any Finnish. Uh, we just learned the basics. Uh, I did a course for oh, one okay. semester because uh, it actually finishes like the closest language to Hungarian. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. like the same family tree, but like two different branch. Uh, so there's like around 30 words that overlaps. Okay. And the grammar is quite similar. So there's okay. a base word and nice. you add the prefixes and suffixes. Yeah. Uh, but that's how it ends. So okay. pronunciation is easy, but it's still a difficult language. Well, I'm proud to say that I know a word or two. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Mina and Halovit. Is it something how are you? Uh, no. It's kind of like, can I have some water? Oh, that's the only finish I know. <laughs> Good. Yeah, and, it's, it's. Why do you retain this? Because, <laughs> dude, you never know if you get you get stranded you in Finland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then you're thirsty, <laughs> yeah. even though there's thousands of uh, what, lakes over there. But yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you never know when you need to ask for water. Yeah, just magically someday someone's someone's gonna kidnap you when you're in. You Finland. don't know. Yeah. <laughs> You're not Finnish. Yeah, just make sure that you're in the south part of <laughs> Finland where the 90% of the population is. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. okay, that, fair enough. Fair enough. Because one time we went to celebrate like New Year's Eve yeah. and like 20 kilometer radius, there was no human life at all. <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. And, but yeah, it's pretty but good. But dude, Finland is beautiful. I know this. Uh, I mean, I, I know the, the word, the sentence that I know is because one of my closest friends growing up uh, is have... Uh, Finnish. His mom is from Finland. Okay. Yeah, we spend a lot of time at his place playing video games and. Uh, it's a her or she? Uh, he. He is. I, I'm not sure. Because I know another girl here in Bahrain. She's half Finnish and half Bahraini. Oh yes. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway. Probably that. No, no, no. Sorry, I know two people. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's one of them, but uh, none of them are girls, okay. and they don't have sisters. Wow. <clears throat> there are more people in Bahrain who are half Finnishes. Wow. Let's finish them. <laughs> Let's <laughs> nice uh, Mortal Kombat uh, reference. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, <clears throat> now we know what inspired you. You gr yeah. you grew up as a an engineer and then mm. found the love uh, of uh, you know your how do I say this? Man, my brain is not working. <laughs> found the your calling in biomechanics now. How does that, how does how does that interlace with what you're doing at the moment? Mm, basically, because we had to learn the human body back and forth, uh, and the different interactions between, uh, like when you do exercise themselves. Uh, so as a trainer, I can apply it easily. So mm. I can analyze and understand my clients' needs, their movements, and how to adjust it so they're going to be more efficient and safe. Because most of the time, uh, there's always an issue, a shoulder yeah. issue, a back issue or something. And then uh, this analytical skill uh, helps me to understand their body and then how we can improve yeah. their progress and everything else. Yeah, but I, I just guess uh, there are a lot of trainers who claim a lot of things, but oh, yeah. they're not really qualified to give those claims. Like if you go to these local gyms, <clears throat> they just have probably someone was uh, you know working out correctly and mm. followed a, a good uh, diet who was able to build his body and then because of that they call themselves trainers 
or coaches? Yeah, uh, I see see that many times that that's one thing to have experience yeah. and knowledge, but uh, how you apply it, that's also important. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you are doing like this weekend or two weeks long course, I don't think that you can have that much integrated into your brain. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, as you are right, uh, lots of times like somebody just lost a bunch of weight, that's amazing, really good results, well done. But just because it worked for you doesn't mean that you can apply it to other human beings. Oh yes. It's like yes, the exactly. same, like just because I can drive a car good doesn't mean that I'm a race driver, race right? Driver. Exactly. Or anything like that. And that doesn't make sense. And then they're just no, like doesn't. forcing their own experience on some people. Uh, but I kind of like get over this topic, like let them do their stuff. I mean, if they don't do harm mm. to other humans, that's fine. Yeah. But apart from that, I'm not going to stop and uh, start to argue with people. Yeah. I had yeah. I had a bit of mindset like that before that I was upset when I see uh, people like that doing uh, all kind of stuff. Even just the other day, I saw a trainer and like uh, forcing to do a push up with a guy with uh, not that successfully. Mm. But I, I won't say anything because why? Yeah. As long as it doesn't yeah, hurt exactly. him. And then it, it's not my, how to say, problem and not my uh, authority mm. to involve in this kind of stuff. Wow. The, that's his, that's his, a great his, mindset, dude. His client trusts him, then go for it. Mm. Uh, because I, I heard stories when, when some trainers was like uh, making like real injuries for people. Those ones, I, I think they should be banned to work with uh, as a trainer. Mm. But as long as you're like, genuinely care about your clients and want the best for that. Okay, maybe it's not the best course or like the fastest way, but as long as it works for your client and they are happy with you, then it's fine. Yeah, yeah, that goes along uh, uh, one belief system that I have is that any kind of change to the better is a change no matter what, no matter how small it is. Yeah. Uh, a lot because of you know all the fat diets outside and and people with the pro science mm. um even though some of those things are bullshit but uh i mean if you implement the tiniest bit of bro science to your mm. life like for example if you say you want to work out and you start with some some sort of bro science telling you that okay work out for five times a week or three times a week with a few days in between that incremental change into your lifestyle is a lot better than not having any kind of workout. Exactly. Right? So, yeah. Yeah, and then the bro saying. science is based on, on experience, on yeah. empirical mm-hmm. methods, like they use it for 50, 60 years. Of yes. course, there's a lot of, and even for me, uh, it happened with me that um, like three years ago, I would have like deny mm-hmm. or like wouldn't apply anything uh, from bro science. And then just uh, like around six months ago, I was like, you know what? Let's give it a shot. Let's, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. use some part of it uh, smartly, uh, implement it in my program. And there was actually a really nice change because, of course, you, I, my body got used to the training method that I used before. So I was like, okay, let's give it another try. And just went to f- ramp up the volume, the set numbers, and everything. And it worked because, of course, it was a different stimulation for my body. Yeah. So it was like, hey, that's a good change. Then it's fine. Fantastic. Do, do you know uh, Jeff Nippard? Jeff Nippard. He's on uh, he's on YouTube. Is it Jeff Nippard? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the one that Kenny. screams? Uh, no, 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 not no, Jeff no. Nippard. Yeah, 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 the, the short guy. The short guy. Yeah, 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 yeah I know. I think yeah. his girlfriend is th- from Thailand, like Thai, uh, Asian, Asian. Okay. Uh, I, w- I would, I, th- I think if you make videos online, I think you could be as, yeah, if not better, 
All right. As successful as him. I just want to announce my collaboration with Ali. Wink, <laughs> wink. <laughs> no, uh, seriously, dude, I can see you. He uh, has very uh, scientific v- uh, approach yeah, to it, but exactly. also like a comedic side. Like in yeah. his videos, there's skits and like, you know, yeah, and proper. He, he has this series called Up- Science Applied. Science Applied. Mm. Science Applied, yeah, where he explains the scientific way of lifting mm. and, and the scientific side, why it would work, what's, what's better uh high volume or you know high intensity yeah or, yeah know? i was actually oh <laughs> like for the last three years in my head i'm like yes i will do it i will do it Come uh do it, for man. one year i was able to make one instagram account and mm. posted three things about myself and that's it well done. <laughs> uh at that's least i want it yeah I'm, I'm at least i'm there yeah uh sometimes i post funny stuff uh yeah. but again i'm like buyer super shy so Anything like that, even just a meme on my story. It's like, am I allowed to do it? But yeah, uh, definitely. And I have actually lots of ideas about that one, but I just need some help, guys. (laughs) Sure. We're here. We're here. Don't tell anyone. (laughs) Guys, trademark. (laughs) Done. No, seriously, Uh, dude, it would be our pleasure to... You know, let's let's talk after the podcast and see how we can collaborate. But right. I'm I'm just saying, yeah, yeah uh, it actually of, it's uh, really useful because uh, lots lots of my clients sometimes I just feel like uh, I'm just talking over a session um, because I explain them in details because my uh, philosophy is that try to make my client understand what, why, and how we are doing it. Not just yeah. like do this and shut up and don't yeah, question exactly. it. Yeah, yeah, because exactly. ma- many times it's like. Uh, I, I want to prepare them for the future. So yeah. let's say uh, if I'm not here anymore in the country or they are like, okay, they reach the uh, ideal body and they want to do it by themselves. Uh, they know what to do and why they are doing it because many times they're just like, uh, I just did this exercise because my trainer told so. Okay, yeah. which muscle does it work? How many repetitions? Why are you doing this many repetitions? Why not uh, 20 reps or 30 or 40? Why not two? And they have no idea like, okay, if I just do two repetitions, that's easy. At the exactly. same time, that's almost a, a submaximal load. So 95% of your maximum capacity. So that's actually like one of the hardest thing. Mm. But yeah, and it's only to find two. your maximum capacity, right? Yeah. How to do the different like uh, strength tests or uh, prepare your body to be able to do the test. Because of course, many times it's like you just get injured because you are like testing your PR. Mm. PR every week or no every day <laughs> yeah PR every day and then yeah. you're like alright so either you must have like extremely good genetics or a full pharmacy inside your body yeah. and we are not talking about it <laughs> <laughs> well that's uh, that one uh, podcaster um, Tim Ferriss is his name on his show many times he mentioned that you know if you give people the instruction to do something without knowing why mm. and uh, what's the reason for every single step, um, they quit. They never reach halfway. Maybe, mm. you know, uh, maybe in, in like odd cases, they'd reach halfway, but they'd quit because they don't know why they're doing it. Mm. However, if you explain to someone why you're doing each step and what kind of things to expect on every single stage, mm them understanding the whole process would make them more likely to stick to the program or stick to whatever they're doing. So actually knowing the reason to why to do something is very, very uh, effective in, you know, uh, ensuring that either the completion of the project or sustainability mm. throughout uh, a long period. That's true because yeah. that gives them more motivation because <clears throat> they know what they are doing and why they are doing. Just yesterday, um, I was explaining one of my clients 
he was doing bench press. Um, so I just like put the weights on and I told him, you're going to do this many repetitions. He's like, how do you know this one? Because then we took his books and then mm. we checked that last week he did this many repetitions of this weight. So from that one, you can uh, estimate how much is going to be your nice. uh, 20 rep max or like your 65% of your max load. And then he's like, oh, okay, so it makes sense for him. Mm. And because he was saying, can I do, uh, it was bench press, can I do 70 kilo? I said, actually, you cannot. Just because you did uh, 12 reps with 50 kilo doesn't yeah. mean that you can go 12. And he's like, why not? It's only like a one plate difference. <laughs> and then I slowly explained to him that, look, according to your 12 rep max, your one rep yeah. max is going to be 62 and around that one. And he's okay. like, oh, okay. And then he doesn't force it. And he knows that he will not force that weight on himself because there's a reason why he cannot. Dude, it. Yeah. that's so beneficial to have someone who understands biomechanics who understands the way the human moves and the potential because you know when you're actually pushing someone mm. and not over pushing them right because i yeah. think as a bystander or as someone who's coaching someone or training someone or telling them what to mm. do i in, in my opinion i feel like most of the trainers don't put themselves in that shoes and they just want to push to see where your limit is but yeah but in in, in the other hand yourself uh, you're very well uh, educated and informed when it comes to these things. So you know actually when the, the guy is actually Because you have to best. find that optimal uh, load yeah. for, for my clients because, of course, uh, they're prone to injury because mm -hmm. many clients come already with a pre-existing condition. Yeah. Uh, knee problem, ankle problem, uh, shoulder problem is quite common as well. So, of course, you cannot just like test with them. Oh! Maybe today I'm going to do 100 kilo and then, oops, he died. Well, next one. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, basically your body is the biggest asset in your life. If, yeah. if you ruin it, uh, I once had a pretty bad knee injury. I wanted to talk about that. A a ACL. ACL, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, God. Uh, and I just realized that it's really, really not good when, when you are stuck to the bed. And, mm -hmm. and also that's the other motivation for like to be healthy. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Because from first-person experience, I know what is it like to be... Uh, even my father like spent months and years in the bed because mm. of uh, sickness. Yeah. Mm. So that hence comes that sport and active lifestyle is, is, is yeah. number one for me. But dude, the, you left one cool information out of your injury. So uh, based on what I know, uh, an ACL tear is one of the worst things that could happen to any athlete. And it happened mm -hmm. to you early on in, state, uh, uh, yeah, in life, Yeah, right? 2012, yeah. Exactly. But not just that. Um, based on what I read on your profile, is you you were able to uh, recover from that in a... Sh like, maybe I think half half the time it's, it is required yeah, for a so, regular human being to recover so, from. So what happened with that, um, uh, we had this uh, really good orthopedics facility in Hungary. Um, yeah. Even my professors at that time, the universe said that if you do any... Think, go there. Um, luckily, I was able to get in, um, get a really nice surgery on September 12, 2012. Uh, but what happened is that we had this uh, strength and conditioning coach <laughs> at the university. He was a Polish guy. And at that time, he was the strength and conditioning coach of the Hungarian basketball ladies team. Mm. And he was a beast. Uh, in a way that, imagine I'm on a massage bed. Uh, my leg is hanging in the air. And he puts like 5 to 10 kilo weight on my ankle to stretch mm -hmm. my leg, uh, wow. which is already like I couldn't stretch it because yeah. of course uh, of the surgery, like yeah. the mobility is restricted. 
Uh, so after 20 minutes, I'm like shaking, mm. tearing up while he's uh, keeping the class mm. for my classmates. Oh, shit. <laughs> I was in the middle of the class and I'm like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> like really like, like this crocodile tears coming up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he's like, like without giving any F, he's like, eh, five more minutes. Oh, God damn it. Yeah, and, but because of that, uh, he really motivated me. Uh, plus, I also, like, in advance of the surgery, I was kind of prepared. So uh, I had the surgery the same day. Uh, they had this machine that, like, moves your leg passively. Mm -hmm. So it's like a small train, and yeah. it's sending back. Uh, immediately, I asked the nurse, please, give me. And they're like, no, it's too early. You should wait a couple of days. I said, no. My professor said it's okay. Um, so it was September, and... In December 20, December 22, we had um, a Star Wars show yeah. where I already had to like do gymnastics and jumps and everything. And by that time, it was good. So three months. Yeah, we had these oh, cool lightsabers yeah. and real orchestra playing the um, Duel of Fates. Yeah, Man, that's, that's freaking good. nice. Yeah, dude. yeah. But three months. And, and usually, how long do people with similar... Uh, uh, they usually say the complete recovery is one year. Um, yeah six months to one year just yeah. yesterday i was uh, talking with a uh physiotherapist a client of mine and she was like yeah minimum six months to one year mm. if the surgery is good and, and you did it in three months uh yeah because i was because at the time i was yeah. also coaching uh kids uh for martial arts mm. so imagine um i just wait said, uh you're you're coaching them while uh in injury yeah so basically i was with the how you call this crutches crutches yeah yeah mm -hmm. um the next like three days after so i only skipped one workout for the kids uh i asked my friend to cover me and the next week i was there and they were like there's like at that time around 30 40 kids yeah like looking at me what happened what happened <laughs> i said duh i told you i'm gonna have a surgery so that's how i was coaching them for like a couple of weeks um and and that was actually good because it really gave them motivation that no matter what your condition you can still because it was the brazil martial capoeira yeah uh so I was still showing them and I had some advanced students who was able to help me and that's it. I, that's I couldn't stop. I had, yeah. uh, even after the injury itself, uh, I was there done every week, uh, three, four times a week to teach the kids. Uh, Cause what you gonna do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's my responsibility. It's, it's, it's the mindset. I, I right? still don't understand. How did you get the injury? Uh, so there was a summer camp yeah. um, with Capoeira and with one of my friends, uh, we were like having this uh, fight. Mm -hmm. We call it a fight. And there was like a leg lock, what okay. he did. But the issue was that we were like bare feet on the grass and yeah. it was a bit moist. So my feet stuck. Oh, shit. Uh, so basically he was like pulling my uh, shin bone and pushing the thigh oh, bone. Oh, oh, so it's like, God. oh my goodness. Yeah. Shoot. I kind of felt it's, that on my it, foot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like a snap like of yeah. a string. And are you a martial artist? Uh, I don't practice it anymore. Um, uh, I was uh, just before I came to Bahrain, I was mm. still, I was doing it in Finland. Uh, there was a really nice group there. I was uh, teaching them and trained with them. Nice, but now I came uh, here and the problem is that my timing is... Uh, Whack. Yeah, yeah, the issue is that uh, the classes, there's a amazing guy, uh, Luciano. Um, in Bahrain, mm -hmm. really nice guy, and his method is top notch. He's actually like really like educational how mm -hmm. he teaches. Um, I met with them, uh, had a few trainings with them, but my timing doesn't allow me. Oh man! So just like the last couple of weeks, I'm like, okay, I want to get the instrument. Yeah. Uh, it's like the traditional instrument, 
back to the home just to have mm. it and like sometimes practice it because mm. I started to feel the urge again to move. Capoeira style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just really good. Like, uh, how long did you do that for? I started 2016 uh, until no 2006. <laughs> Oh, 2006. Uh, crap, 2006. How old were you in yeah. 2006? I was 16. Okay. I was 16 and... Wow. Yeah, up until 2016, 2017. I gotta say, man, yeah. Capoeira has one of... It is one of the coolest martial arts out there because it's it involves rhythm a lot. <laughs> it involves, you know, understanding motion. And yeah, stuff. coordination, like, at the first uh, six months, it's not your body is going to be tired when you fight. Yeah. Uh, it's your brain. It's your brain. Yeah, yeah. it's it's yeah. really because all this coordination, like up and down, and mm. focusing on on your uh, opponent yeah. at the same time, mm. being this non-aggressive. Because of course, I can just go there and kick his face off. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but exactly. at the same time, your goal is not to kick his face yeah, off, just to uh, pretend that you pretending. can. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, of course, the more advanced you are, it uh, becomes more and more serious. So, man, I love watching capoeira. The, you know, my only my only image that's popping in my head because whenever I hear the word capoeira, I remember that Tekken guy. Yeah, the, Eddie. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Eddie, Eddie Gordon. Yeah. Eddie Gordo, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, he's super cool. <laughs> yeah, that's my first. That's my first uh, uh, exposure to capoeira, yeah, yeah. and I didn't know what the heck it was. I'm yeah, like, you hey, just I bottom smashing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's easy win. Yeah, yeah. and he <laughs> does yeah. like handstands and stuff, and and like uh, uh, yeah, spins, spins and everything. Yeah, yeah, hands. That's that's pretty cool. Yeah. Can you do capoeira now in front of the... No, <laughs> on, on the table. <laughs> yeah, and smack Corvin. <laughs> Pretend. <laughs> Done. Yeah. yeah. That's any, really cool. Any, any other martial arts or? Uh, when I was young, I was doing uh, karate uh, for three years, and after mm. that, I completely stopped for like eight years. I was not doing too much any sport, mm -hmm. and then when I was sixteen, I was like, uh, they had a one of the groups came to my high school, and they had this show, and we're like, of course, we guys were like laughing, like, oh, look at these guys, like they're singing mm. banana and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, but deep inside, I was like, okay, that's actually cool. Uh, so we went with my friend to like sign up, but there was not enough guys. And like six months later, my sister's friend uh, told her that there's going to be a group starting like quite close yeah. uh, where I live. Then I went first class. I fell in love uh, for like three weeks. I was only able to talk about that one. So my father was like, all right, I have to see what this boy talking about. <laughs> so he came. And he like with a huge smile on his face, uh, watched the full class, goes home and told my mom that, look, this is the funniest stuff that I've ever seen. <laughs> this yeah. huge, because my master was like a two meters tall, like uh, black as the night dude from Brazil. Yeah. And my father was like telling him that they were like singing and like this dancing, but keep moving. Yeah. And yeah, after that, it was like all, all my family was really supportive. They were like yeah, always, nice. okay, just do it because it's really fun. Yeah. And, and I really enjoyed it. Yeah, and, that's, and it requires yeah. a lot of strength, like core strength. Right? Yeah, and lots of stability, and your stability. Um, balance. So up to date, uh, any like core exercise or like uh, challenge. Yeah. Like just yesterday, Christine was like showing me this balance challenge where this girl like in a pistol squat and doing all this kind of stuff. I said, mm. that's easy. So second try, I was easy having for you. Yeah. Capoeira, dude. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, and, and because of that, the mobility as well, like yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's good. So if anybody like wants their kids to do some uh, kind of sport, uh, a non-contact sport, just go for capoeira. Mm. I'm like highly, highly recommend it. Uh, but they, they, we don't have any good capoeira places here in Bahrain. Do yeah, we? The, the, the guy I told you. Uh, uh, Lu Lu uh, Luciano, Lu yeah, yeah. Lu Luciano. Um, 
I don't know where they teach at the moment. Um, mm. it's, it's just this guy, huh? Yeah, uh, w one time um, there was a project with the Ministry of uh, Youth. Uh, he he did a, a short course for the kids and he's really, really good. Nice. Yeah. Dude, Capoeira, yeah. I'm telling you. Let's get that Luciano guy. <laughs> get him for I want to be a character in Tekken one day. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, we had these guys uh, when I was young. When I started, there was one dude. Uh, he was like, okay. Uh, he was like growing his hair because yeah. he wanted to look like the Prince of Persia. Yeah. <laughs> from the video games. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I want to do that stuff. So that's how I'm doing Capoeira. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Prince of Persia don't do Capoeira? Do no, but because of his like, his jumping all yeah, over yeah, here yeah, yeah, on yeah. the wall and that. So it was like, the closest thing was Capoeira. Yeah. So yeah, that's why he was like doing it. That's freaking cool. Man. What what got you into like working out in the first place, or not even working out, movement in general? Was it something you've always done when you were young? Like no. you were a sporty kid. As I said, as I said, uh, after I was ten, uh, for like six seven years, I was not really doing like mm. too much stuff. Uh, uh, mostly my my brother was like the one who first like uh, my. Father be at this like small gym in our basement, like mm -hmm. welded the bench together and all this yeah. kind of stuff. Nice. Like the place was like homemade gym. Yeah, yeah. like literally uh, do it yourself stuff. So the place was like 8.8 .8 kilograms and yeah. like all over the place. Uh, so that was always there, but like doesn't really push it. And then it was when I was 16 when the Capoeira started, I was like, all right, I'm actually in love with sports. Uh, and then that's when it like emerged like, okay, I want to study this one. Mm. Uh, how about this uh, sport and sports science? And at the same time, that's when I was like, my father's health started to deteriorate. Um, so I was like, dad, you have to start to move. Uh, mm. It was 120 kilo, uh, battling cancer and then diabetes and all mm. this kind of stuff. So eventually he started to work out when he was like 55. Yeah. Uh, and the last uh, three, five years of his life, he was like still pushing it. Nice. So I remember one time he was like, um, we were just traveling, so I was not home. He was like, the ambulance took him because he had like a heart attack. But the day before he was still bench pressing 70 <laughs> kilo. <laughs> that's lit. And the doctor was like, that's, wow. that's really impossible. He was like, nope. And he was in the ER room. So literally yeah. on machines and yeah. like literally in clinical death. Yeah. And then the doctor was like, how with this heart is, your heart is 10% functioning. But he was yeah. like, still, I don't care. He was like yeah. pushing it. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. Dude. So that's the other reason for the sport. Like, uh, because my dad had everything like. Mm really as i said sugar blood pressure uh injuries uh so i was like all right it's in me in my genes uh it's running the family uh unfortunately cancer is like in multiple uh family members so it's like i have to do something because if not you it's have gonna, to break that cycle yeah, yeah. it's gonna materialize uh i have to go for it so hence uh, i'm not smoking uh, drinking is extremely limited uh when i was at university for three years i don't even touch alcohol mm. uh and smoking is not mm. not a thing because of this. So yeah. I was like, okay, I have to do something against it. Is that the reason also why? Are you plant based? Like uh, yeah. right now, complete uh, complete ninety percent, ninety percent yeah, yeah. plant based. Is that also one of the reasons why? Um, yeah, or uh, was that just like a personal choice? No, that that was like uh, so with my friend Bassam when we started the the plant based company, he approached me that look, uh, there's this way. So of course I did my research about that one and uh, lots of like a bunch of uh, scientific research supports the idea that how beneficial, not just for you, for the environment as well, to be plant-based. Uh, and especially if you are like having a 
cancer treatment patients or post uh, cancer, it's one of the best diet that you can do. And at the time I was like, all right, then go for it. Uh, if this is the best I can do for my body, then I will stick to it. Mm -hmm. Of course, like, yeah, the food, you have to put a bit of effort to make it as tasty as yeah, normal food. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I, I'm completely fine with it and I really like it. Mm. And at the same time, I'm like, really like, advise everybody to try to do a majority of your food plant-based. Plant mm -hmm. mm. Enjoy life. Yeah. There's no restriction. I don't say that don't eat your chicken or your beef, whatever, when you have like a gatherings, but not like because before when I was uh, in the uni, half kilo chicken a day, eggs, beef, everything. Uh, That's the bro science again. Yeah, again, like <laughs> everything science. was measured and everything. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, uh, in long run, I believe that plant-based is, is more beneficial for your health. Mm -hmm. So, and since then I feel like more energetic. Uh, my workouts has not been like affected in a negative way. More or less, I'm like more energetic and fine with it. Yeah. So, mm -hmm. you know, Jolt, um, a lot of people um, say that, okay, th there's a lot of misconception about nutrition mm. in the world, right? In general, talking about diet, talking about what's the best diet, plant-based, carnivore, mm. or any, you know, but People should understand one thing. If you're going from a shitty diet, from whatever diet mm. you, you call regular food, right? So from whatever diet you're going from to either plant-based or, you know, or carnivore or whatever diet or there or is or keto, yeah, yeah. that's a step closer again to get becoming healthy. So whatever change you do would actually reflect um, in you. Uh, to the better, so if you remove sugar, if you remove all the uh, the highly processed carbs from your diet, everything's gonna change, right? Yeah. Regardless of what diet is gonna change to the better, but obviously there are a lot of um, benefits to each and every single diet. It's just what you're looking for, right? Yeah, and and based on your preference, like uh, lots of people say, Mediterranean diet mm. is really good. It's high in uh, fruits, veggies, and fish, uh, and Norm, uh, natural oil like olive oil extra virgin olive oil mm. I don't force anybody to follow one certain specific diet so for example if, if your main concern is weight loss obviously we just go calorie restriction yeah that's it it's like number one after that it's based on your preference I have a friend uh, she has some uh, neurological condition she must do keto diet mm. because uh that's the best for her not to get like uh, attacks, panic attacks and different kind of stuff. Oh, dude, that's true, by the way, uh, hmm? because uh, I also know someone who uh, who had allergic reactions, hmm? but when started the keto diet, no reaction whatsoever to what they were yeah. previously exposed. So, to. so then these people will say that keto is the best diet, but yeah. you don't have to like just go one way. Exactly. Go for what's sustainable. Uh, there's a really good book. It's called Fat Loss Forever. Hmm. Um, and that one, the first uh, introduction says that it doesn't matter what diet you do. If you can imagine yourself doing it for one or two years, that's your diet. Yeah. And that's what I tell my clients as well. Like, don't force yourself into this uh, crazy fat diets, uh, this yeah. juice diet and soup diet. And like, mm. <laughs> I had so much headaches with that one. Like, <laughs> Only protein nah. 50 grams per meal diet. <laughs> <laughs> really, there is actually... Fish every 8 a.m. diet. <laughs> there is one, it's called the snake diet, where you literally starve yourself for 48 hours. Then you eat like a bunch of like big steak. That sounds so oh. bad. That sounds so bad. <laughs> and then and then you continue the process. And I'm like, wait, you could you continue the, like yes. Yeah. So, 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 so just then you eat forty eight, eat 
for the and then again, yeah, yeah. What the fuck, dude, dude? One second. Do you change your skin too? Uh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like that yeah. sounds like death. Like literally, like I feel like you would die after this diet. Yeah. 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 Uh, there was another one, the raw diet, uh, which is oh my god, you, uh, you don't process the food over 40 degrees Celsius. Yeah. Uh, it's, okay. It's freaking crazy. So yeah, I was actually once once a supervisor for a better study for that one and. With this uh, girl, she was a chef, so she was like doing her thesis about different type of uh, diets, mm -hmm. and, and we went to this place. Rod, <laughs> yeah, it was as it is. <laughs> it. Everything was really like in, in a raw material state. It was okay, uh, but they, call, they should call it sushi diet. <laughs> there is, there, there is, <laughs> there is such a uh, sushi diet, but uh, <laughs> like if you read the. Uh, international like uh, reports about different diets. The conclusion is like, as long as you're in a calorie deficit mm. and you take enough uh, macronutrients, you're fine. Yeah, and that's it. Because of course, maybe you don't have even access to that type of uh, materials. Mm. For example, like uh, if you go to Scandinavia, you can have salmon. You just go to the back backyard and get the salmon fresh. Yeah. But here in Bahrain, it's much much more difficult to get like a nice good much, quality. Much more Expensive and expensive. Like in Finland, salmon, dude. in Finland, I was there like probably the day before that fish was like still like <laughs> flapping. So you buy like this big piece was like what 15 euro, seven BD, like two kilo big. Whoa! It was not even the worst cut. It was a big cut and put it in the oven and have it. And that's it. If you have access for that one, but yeah. here you can have hummus and dates, and that is expensive there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, capitalism. that's true. Dude, I want to ask you, what's your what's your opinion on prolonged fasting? Not regular fasting. Because um, you said something mm, about the 48-hour uh, yeah. diet. That's, that's prolonged weird. Prolonged fasting. So the intermittent fasting? Uh, no, like no. actually prolonged fasting. Like for uh, anything up to 72 hours. Why? Mm. So the why is what I love. Because... Based on three doctors, um, the, the major doctor is Peter Atia. He, him, and Jason Fung. They talked about prolonged fasting and the 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 effects of the autophagy on the body, mm. and that recently they've they've known only fasting to have achieved autophagy, and there are no other methods of doing that. So that's one of the reasons why I, I like doing prolonged fasting. But I've haven't done it in like two months, but. Um, I'm open to find other ways to achieve autophagy. But what autophagy is basically, uh, your body releasing um, damaged or dead cells from its DNA uh, in order to uh, not heal itself, but very close to healing yourself. All right, uh, for that one, uh, my comments. I've never done mm. prolonged fasting. Yeah. The DNA is inside the cell, so it cannot release Yeah. Bad cells. Yeah. Uh, and another thing, like, I think our body is, like, made to get rid of all the bad stuff. Yeah. So that's why I'm not really into favor of, like, detox diets because mm. I don't think it exists. Uh, again, if you feel comfortable. Yeah. And if you feel good after prolonged fasting and it's uh, you don't have any medical condition that contraindicates yeah. to do it, then go for it. Yeah, I will not yeah. tell you not to do it. Uh, I have many uh, clients that like regularly fasting because of religious reasons and 
because of not oh, like that like yeah. the six seven hour or no like, like no the for, yeah the Ram- oh, okay. oh, and even now like after ramadan for six days mm. one of them he's fasting he just worked out yesterday uh it's fine if you're comfortable with it and you can maintain your life and the quality of your life yeah. go for it keeping keep in mind all the nutrition that you're, you're supposed to yeah. have and uh and if it like doesn't like uh made your life worse because this guy, for example, he has like some uh, sleep deprivation because of mm-hmm. that, because he eats and then he cannot sleep because his stomach is. Then I say, okay, just finish the six days that you wanted as an initial goal yeah. and then go back to your regular lifestyle because that's in a long run, more sustainable, more sustainable. Exactly. Yeah. There's no point in like stressing your body because again, if you're, if your body is not ready mentally and physically for this kind of diet, yeah. you're just like doing more stress and stress is a slow killer, so you're gonna release lots of like bad stuff. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then in, in the long run, you're just like uh, the balance of the positive effect of the fasting versus the yeah. negative effects of the stress on your body yeah, is just exactly. balance it out. So at the end, if you won't fast, you would be in the same uh, condition. Same, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but again, if you feel like that that's good for you and mm. and you like to do it, go for it. Like. Yeah, as long as, as as long as you don't collapse during the drive and cause a <laughs> yeah, fatal shit. accident on yeah. the highway, okay. But if yeah. you do it, haram. But <laughs> I know what you mean. But dude, there's there's this weird thing, right? Because uh, in the beginning, when I when I first started doing these things uh, with the fasting, I noticed uh, a shift in energy uh, and a shift in the way energy is distributed throughout the day. Because I thought that, you know, I, I did not understand food growing up. I did not understand, you know, for you to actually live a healthy lifestyle, it's not just the food that you eat. It's not just moving. It's also the kind of relationship you build with the food to understand what is actually healthy and what is actually uh, ruining your life. Mm. Um, so when I started doing, obviously, any any healthy change to your life will, will be for. Uh, reflected uh, in a good way in your body right so in the beginning when i started doing it uh, i i started feeling very good and uh always i when i started these fasts after like 20 hours of fasting then i noticed something changing in my of course 20 hours is a long time to fast but when i started doing that i noticed uh, a sustained energy throughout the day and i noticed uh, a a crazy amount of focus like focus that i never could achieve without coffee mm. but now i'm in a in a in a state of uh, ketosis and probably that is that is one of the reasons mm. why um i had the sustainable energy throughout the day and I, I spent like uh two three days fasting like that and then when i broke it i i slowly you know i slowly broke my fast with a bone broth and then had a, a nice salad and and all of those nice things but yeah, that's how I did it. And I'm not saying that prolonged fasting is for mm. everyone. It's just uh, uh, me trying new things, I guess. Um, yeah. For that one, um, one of my uh, teachers at the university, we had a uh, discussion regarding keto diet. Mm. Uh, so of course, when you are like, don't take any carbs, uh, especially your brain has to alter its metabolism because mm. of course it can only take carbs as a fuel, as a fuel. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And because of that, it's going to start to go into, uh, keto metabolism. Um, and in that one, he was like saying that, uh, our ancestors, mm. of course, not always had access, uh, to different food 
or yeah. food at all. So that's why your body adapted in a way that it can handle uh, prolonged fasting and all this kind of stuff. Uh, and he was like saying that in a way that he supports actually uh, sometimes to do keto diet or uh, fasting because in a way that you remind your body that it's still capable of this kind of stuff yeah. and the beneficial effect, as you mentioned, uh, is good for it. Yeah. Again, if you want to try and give it a try, go for it. Yeah. Uh, in, in a way that my only thing is that I wouldn't do it because I'm not forced to do it. Yes, exactly. Be because oh, I'm, I feel comfortable because yeah. at the moment my lifestyle is like highly active. I have to wake up early. I go to bed late uh, in a way that I don't want to add additional stress, stress for my body, body exactly. yeah. if it's not necessary. Yeah, exactly. Of course, if, if my bank account would be empty and I don't have anything to eat, <laughs> yay, I'm doing I'm fasting. Dying, I'm yes. fasting. <laughs> yeah. Did you guys know that 72 hours of fasting? Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, again, it all comes back uh, to stress management. Uh, yeah. If it's not necessary, don't do it. If you're having a comfortable life, you're, you're mentally, physically good, your family is good, your mm. friends are good, workplace is like, there is no stress, mm. which is, I don't think it exists. Then go for it, try it yeah. and then uh, experiment and control the conditions. So not just like uh, I'm doing a fasting, but at the same time, I'm not using my car and I walk everywhere. And at the same time, I do this kind of stuff. Okay, oh, yes. in, yes, in a way that sure. if for you sure. do this kind of stuff, try to limit yeah. to control one variable exactly. in your life, then you can say, okay, this one actually works for me. Mm. Because yeah, don't actually fast and, and then yeah. walk everywhere and then yeah like and then die <laughs> yeah imagine ima imagine you are doing a, a fasting this prolonged fasting but at the same time you don't leave your house and you're just watching netflix in the bed yeah. so basically <laughs> yeah but at the same time but not recommended <laughs> yeah. yeah but at the same time you eliminate your everyday life factors yeah mm. uh so of course it's easy to fast yeah. when you have nothing to do and you just binge watch castlevania season four <laughs> which is freaking dope uh yeah there's nothing wrong with binge watching and then that. And then, of course, uh, of course, your life is stressless. And then you're yeah. like coming out, yeah, it was pretty easy. Yeah. And then the next person tries to do it, who has like a lot of workload, mm. family issues, all this kind of stuff. Uh, you're just doing that to kill yourself, basically. Yeah, you're just you killing yourself. Right. And then you're like, yeah, this doesn't work for me. So oh, yeah, 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 for sure. People mm. have to take all those things in consideration. Yeah, so but also, uh, sorry to cut you off. I'm also overweight. So doing that, dude, I lost like, uh, when I started doing it, I lost around 17 kilos. Okay. Yeah. Did and it came back? No, no. Uh, okay. It it came back in in like uh, like four kg up and then four kg down. And I've been in still in that weight range. I'm not. I did not focus back on on building a healthy habit because of all. The, well, that's that's just an excuse. But uh, there's a, a lot of factors at the moment, and I'm definitely that's one thing I wanted to talk to you about is uh changing my lifestyle uh and if you don't mind we'll do that after the show yeah, sure, even now so yeah we can do that yeah so at least okay. the listeners has now, some idea with, with what we've started we we tried to uh have a consistent episode mm -hmm. for the podcast right additional to to the podcast we also not we i have my main job that's like anywhere between nine to twelve hours so what is the best way to integrate some sort of exercise into your day and how often do you think someone can do it because what i'm doing now because i have a punching bag outside mm -hmm. um i've been i've been like using the punch mm -hmm. bag for for how long now a month 
Kind of. I don't keep track of your training. <laughs> no, you He's the punching bag. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's his brother. <laughs> no, just kidding. But yeah, when he trains, I'm usually uh, working out at mm. the punching bag. But uh, sometimes I feel like also to get into the mood of punching, you the the warm up is very hard. Mm-hmm. So what kind of things you think I I can uh, immerse myself in when it comes to these things? Um, I would say planning is the kind of number one mm. so basically um before the week starts uh sit down and check your schedule yeah like all right this day i'm gonna work here and here and let's see when you can actually have the physical time to work out and then commit yourself to it um many times even me i'm not in the mood to work out because mm. i'm like okay i'm tired i wake up late or some body aches all over the place but at the same time i, I look at my uh workout schedule and it says like this is thursday i have to do squats mm. and in a way that all right i have to respect my uh, workout schedule and do it regardless yeah maybe it will not be the best workout i won't give 100 percent intensity but i do it and because i, I track my weights uh, and the load i know that okay today i have to lift 100 kilo for around eight to ten reps Mm. and then that's it so you already have to have that kind of commitment towards your lifestyle Uh, and then put it there like okay monday four to five that's your workout time Mm. even if you just do 30 minutes or like half effort at least you've done it so you slowly build up this habit of Of actually of committing yourself Mm. yeah uh, and i think that's the first step uh and the most important because then if you can commit yourself for like one week two week and then so it becomes a habit yeah then after that you can think about okay now i'm committed to three workouts per week okay now what i can do to actually make the workouts more beneficial for myself then you can see okay should i do punching bag or should i do running should i do jogging or Mm. uh, go to the gym then you have to see yourself okay do i have any knee problem do i have any uh, condition that will stop me from doing a certain type of activity then what access do i have uh you like to swim you have a pool go for it like then you find alternatives yes doesn't uh, yeah and 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 you kind of like build it around yourself you uh, individualize Mm. because i cannot just say hey ali uh let's go and then run 10k every day no Mm. you cannot because your knee is broken and you cannot even walk straight yeah yeah uh just i had this guy uh he loves football Mm. but he did two football workouts last week and his knee and his ankle is busted he he limping he's limping and he says that that's the best because he burns like a thousand calories in one game mm. and it's amazing uh but at the same time he knows that he cannot do so he commits himself to the uh, gym workouts where we put low impact stress on his knees yeah. so we can still train and do the stuff yeah, yeah of yeah. course maybe he will not burn as much calories but mm. at the same time he's there he's working out he's progressing the same with you if you have the punching bag and you love to do that one then all you have to do is commit the time and after that when you reach a certain goal of weight let's say oh okay now i'm 110 kilo Mm. then you can decide okay maybe i will do two punching bag and then i will start a certain gym training or gymnastic calisthenics whatever suits you yeah (laughs) yeah um and then that's it so slow you have to uh, build up that habit um so have have you read the book uh, atomic habits atomic habits yeah yeah i've read like a few parts of it like just the i I follow a bunch of people who post yeah yeah from the book yeah it's one of my it's in my yeah it it, it really just says that one percent change a day 
accumulates. It accumulates, exactly. Uh, there's this nice picture of uh, 1.01 on the power mm. 365 mm. versus 0 0.99 on the power 365. Atomic mm. habits, right? Yeah. It's in also Jordan Peterson's recommended. Yeah. yeah. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Damn, I'm, uh, I'm gonna check it out. So, so that's it. And after that, of course, lifestyle includes the food as well. Uh, you, you said you have like a, a strange uh, relationship with the food or you had before. Had, yeah. Then yeah. you have to also like uh, put yourself, you don't have to put like uh, a calorie count like uh, religiously. I did it mm. before when I was like every single like, oops, I sipped a bit <laughs> of water or cola. Okay, let's put it in my, my fitness pod so I know yeah. exactly. <laughs> you, you don't have, to. you can go for that type of commitment. Yeah. But again, does your actual lifestyle at the moment allows to put that much energy into that mm. type of activity? Then in, instead, uh, I have this like diet sheet for my customers that basically it's like, okay, do a source of protein, yeah, 100 grams, source of veggies, source of carbs, and that's it. You will put together your own meal. Yeah. And basically that's it. So uh, physical activity and food, and that covers most of the stuff. Yeah. yeah. And after that, you can go for stress management, of course, because uh, that's another thing. Like so many people like, Work out, eat really good, yeah. and they're still feeling like freaking stressed. Yeah. Or, or like yeah. in other words, yes, <laughs> yeah. uh, because because they have so much stress in their life that they cannot handle it, and then they yeah. burn out and yeah. they go to bed shaking and crying in, into the bed, uh, and then yay, but I still go to the gym and I still eat good. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's your stress. Your stress. I heard that you, the cortisol levels actually counteract uh, uh, the uh, the healthy benefits you're supposed to get from a workout yeah it's it's literally just like uh the stress response is is, is really long and just really kills you over time like yeah. i don't recommend to live with stress yeah. that's why uh meditation or like uh how to say uh control your life Mm. Uh, for me, I, I tried. That's the maximum. So that's why I'm not on social media because yeah. every time I go on, and even though I want to educate myself or see like a nice post uh, about certain people that I Too follow, much stimulus. Yeah, you, not... you see yourself. Okay, he's doing this, and I'm not doing this. Oh my! Yeah. I, I should do this one as well, and I should do this one. Mm. And then you compare yes. yourself all of a sudden for a dozen people, mm. and then you you think that oh, I should do all the work that all these five people does exactly. yeah, yeah and then of course you're gonna be just crashing down with yeah. the feeling that oh i'm not, good, not enough. good enough it's literally exactly. putting you yourself inside a box yeah you know what I mean? uh so that's why you have to like no look around yourself and look in in yourself as well like okay if i'm doing this i'm good and you don't have to compare yourself like yeah. as jordan peterson said clear your room yeah first exactly. so get that done and then after that you can, focus. you can focus yeah yeah, yeah. and um, learn the way that as well that uh like small change is still a change so yeah. you don't have to lose 20 kilo a month uh lots of people like oh my god i i haven't lost six kilo in one month yeah but you lost five so that's one year in 60 kilo mm -hmm. so you're telling me that by the end of the year you should be negative 10 kilo <laughs> so you're like i'm sure that you're pretty good uh <laughs> yeah. so no need to rush and yeah. another thing is that and they're like, oh, yeah, I, I need to lose uh, 10 kilo by this time. And I said, okay, how long you are this fat for mm. the last 10 years? So you're telling me that you want to 
diminish, uh, diminish. 10 years, Ten years of fatness and like a uh, bad lifestyle yeah. in two months. <laughs> Good luck with that. Like, sounds unrealistic, <laughs> but okay. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if you have a million dinar in your account yeah. and five servants and maids to do all your uh, requests, go for it. You can probably do it, yeah. even you still need to work, yeah. but let's be real, set up a goal, and then you can follow that one. Uh, you can even set like in an Excel file yeah. that, okay, my, okay, let's say my body weight is 120 kilo and I want to be 100 kilo in six months. Yeah. And you can put targets like a week and then just a linear line. Yeah. And then you can also check every week and put it there. So you can see that actually you're following the progress or you're in advance, yeah. you're doing better than you expected or, you're or lower. Back. Yeah. And then then you can just adjust. Adjust. Yeah, yeah. oh my, uh, I'm supposed to be 110 kilo, I'm 111, okay. That's fine. Yeah, maybe the, put more intensity uh, yeah. on the workouts. All right, extra ten minutes every day in the cardio, yeah. or mm. that's it, and or like one less uh, snack during the mm. day. Yeah, and in the long run, it will pay off. Yeah, yeah. People sure. look at the goal way too much and not the process. That's what I feel like the problem is. If you if you tell yourself I have to lose twenty kg, they look at only the twenty. Like yeah. if I don't get that, yeah. I'm failing. But yeah, that's kind of the, uh, the relationship people have with themselves usually is the number one, like holding them back. And you know consistency. I mean? That's um, I just had a guy who was doing so good uh, from 110. He went down to 93 kilo in three months. It's really good. Um, and then he just one day stopped and he was like, oh, I'm busy. I started a new company. Mm. I saw this. Mm. Now he's back at 105. Mm. And I'm like, mm. hey, man, how are you doing? How's everything? And he's like, every time, like, Oh, I'm fat and I'm not happy. Then why are you consistent with your workouts? Mm. I don't have time. Well, Maybe. you have the time probably because the amount of time that you spend on social media or doing other stuff. To yeah. prioritize yeah. basically. Yeah. Yeah. People need to yeah. pick their sacrifices, you know? Yeah. Pick Remove social media and then yeah. you can get the, you know. You can do social media on, on the treadmill. Yeah. True. And burn True. calories. People don't see the, like, like when you mentioned that earlier, I'm like that, that's smart reading while you're on the treadmill. Because I used to do the same thing. Mm. Then I realized my eyes hurt. <laughs> so, <laughs> then you need a glass. <laughs> probably, probably need Kindle or something, not just my phone. I, I use audiobooks to be honest. Mm. Uh, every time. Uh, For I, me, that doesn't work on 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 the cardio on the treadmill because I just get like your energy. I, I want yeah. the the text to be faster. Yeah. In my head, so that's when when I read the comics, it's just like it's based on my reading speeds. Yeah, so you can, <laughs> yeah, just, you can because that's why I can I cannot watch Netflix on on yeah. any cardio machines because I'm like this is not fast enough. My brain wants more yeah. faster, <laughs> yeah. and then at the same time I cannot do faster the exercises, of course, yeah. because then I will just die. Uh, yeah. Mm, also, I you match do. the pacing of what you're listening to. So if it's kind of slow, you start to slow down as well. And yeah. that, that's, but that's for me, if I'm working out in the weights, mm. I cannot listen to audiobook. I cannot. No, listen no, no. To you need, it you has need. to be music. Yeah. From, uh, for me, personally. some good metal rock. Yeah. Uh, I, I, have, I, have, I have this philosophy. I everything, dude. I have this philosophy that I've been applying recently, not recently, for the past four or five months now. And it's working well so far. But I, I obviously change it up. I don't know how you guys will feel about this. So it's training without music, like completely dead silent as much as possible. Dead silence when you're training. And I'm, I do this because I feel like because music is a stimulus, right? Mm -hmm. When when you when you have that that sort of stimulus, you, you tend to lift more or push more mm -hmm. or whatever. So but w without that stimulus, can you still achieve the same 
energy levels or like the same mental focus lifting. So th- that was just a thing I wanted to try for myself. Mm. Because I, I noticed when you have that rock music, so you, you bench better for some reason. <laughs> now you remove that and you're benching the same way, the same thing. It's the same program. Yeah. But somehow it's like sloppy or not even sloppy. It just feels average. You know, I, I'm trying to like make my mind a stoic while lifting while still maintaining all that same qualities yeah, of but like music. If your goal in the gym is to lift good and yeah. enjoy, then yeah. why would you deprive yourself from the stimulation? Yeah. yeah. For me, it's just yeah. like... No, I feel like the stimulus is, is more internal yeah. than, than, than external. But you can still based. achieve it with the music and that's just mm. an extra additional help. Like mm. the same way like a, a pre-workout. Yeah. Just like help you to get into that mindset. Yeah. For me, anytime I do legs, yeah. uh, like it's religiously like this one uh, band, mm. Gojira, and they just mm. like smash in my head. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Yeah. And like uh, so many times like, uh, I have to put the headphone because if I put it on the speaker, like people don't really appreciate it <laughs> yeah. in the gym. Uh, I can understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, it's okay if, if you want to do the workouts like that. Yeah. I mean, no, I, mean, I was just experimenting with really. myself, uh, but I really do love music while working out. So. Yeah. Yeah, I miss it. <laughs> I, I get maybe you can do that like just to see how much music affects your workout the, the, that, that was the things, experiment I was making with things, myself yeah. I, I wanted to know what does it actually do for me like what is the it actually like they made a couple of studies with that mm. one um, because my first thesis was about capoeira and yeah. the effect of the music okay. on, on the body of course like if you do relaxation music uh, your heart rate resting heart rate goes down and of course the more music or the, the more beat you have yeah. the higher it goes and that's mm. just like a stimulation for the nervous mm. system that's mm. it oh yeah the music for capoeira is so intense because i uh, as i remember the music starts off slow and starting the the dance between the uh two, right? it depends on, on the style that you're doing mm. uh you can start immediately fast but of course the issue is that that as you play on the instrument and you, you clap that's and you sing much, yeah. and that's uh you go into this mindset uh uh in the positive psychology it's called the flow yes uh mm-hmm. the flow mindset when actually i uh, like immerse yourself in in Capoeira, they, they call it the ashe it's like a life energy mm. uh but yeah the best way to achieve the flow is is when you do it in the Capoeira. it's like you're in your own small pocket dimension and yeah. then nothing and else matters everything else disappears it's just you and the movement. that's also yeah. one of the reasons music. why i wanted to try i wanted to try getting into that without the music you know <laughs> uh, like, it's actually quite yeah. difficult yeah, yeah. to get that one uh, artist mm. Mm. when they do on like on Painting, uh, painters yeah they can go easily. yeah I, I do a bit of writing and that's why i i can, you can easily translate to that yeah yeah you can do the flow yeah. state yeah Ooh, and um I want to talk more about the, this flow state because uh, uh, our recent episode that we shot, mm. we did not post yet, but we talked about the, the difference between or how discipline is linked to flow. And without discipline, you never achieve flow and you, you'll never uh, be able to enter a flow state without discipline into it. Uh, and um, discipline in the sense of even just just a, a little bit of discipline to you know put yourself in the moment and mm-hmm. actually even if you didn't want to do it mm. with discipline you can actually do something but after that comes a, a state of flow yeah when you're immersed in that activity you're doing right but what is uh, what is flow by definition uh, or not even by definition in your perspective what is flow and how why people should look forward to being in a state of flow uh, the flow uh, 
All right. Because it sounds yeah. like something no. like uh, you can imagine yeah. uh, a state of flow. If I remember correctly, it's uh, Csikszentmihalyi. Mihai, it's a Hungarian uh, uh, psychologist who came up with this term in around 30, 40 years ago. Uh, it's part of the positive psychology. And basically, as you said, it's a mental state where you completely give yourself into that type of activity. It can be physical activity or mental or like creation stuff. Uh, and as you said, you're just in the mindset and it's like uh, self-fueling. Yeah. The more you're doing it, the better you are and the more involved in, in that particular uh, activity. Activity, yeah. exactly. Uh, and usually it's like the, the more often you experience it, the easier it is to get into yeah. that mindset. So in that sense, I agree that if you are like disciplined and then you can focus on one activity and by kind of forcing yourself to do it, you experience the flow. So next time you already have like a positive experience from that one. So next time you need less discipline. Ooh, so going to that one. Easier to yeah. Get so in, 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 in that yeah. way, you're like kind of like uh, teach your body that, hey, if I'm doing this, I'm going to feel good. So your body will crave for it. Yeah. So it's become a bit like in, in, in that term, like addictive. Mm. Yeah, and, that's, that's true. And, and because I think it's like, the most harmless way to be addicted to something, then yeah. just go for it. Uh, the more you experience it, it's better because it's really like just your whole body is like glowing and shining. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really and and uh, it, it almost you can translate it through your body. Almost people can see you. In oh a yeah, flow, yeah. Right? Like you, you see dancers on on the yeah. floor when they like if they really into it, or musicians uh, when oh, they yeah. like. Uh, in the middle of that rip or exactly or in the middle of that and slope, and they, they you cannot talk to them they'll do anything the eyes are roll up and yeah. that's when, when you know um have you seen though. the movie uh soul from oh Pixar? no i want to i want to i haven't seen it yet it's, have a, new one. It? it's a new one I, I yeah last year is. what is that it's a it's an animated uh, uh movie uh wait uh, mm. um about the jazz musician uh, who played was in it based on a uh, i think it was a. Uh, Michael J. Fox. He's the son of the guy. Is, was it Michael J. Fox? I thought it was Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox, sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Jamie, Fox, Jamie, Jamie Fox. Fox. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Jamie Fox. Uh, <laughs> it, it's really good. And in that one as well, like, um, they actually, like, say that when people, like, in a certain activity, mm. which is actually the flow that they're describing, they transcend into a different plane of existence. Ooh, and it's really good. And I was, like, watching it, like, me. yeah, that's actually what you experience when, mm. when you are there, like, uh, the outside world is kind of, like, blocked from you. Uh, yeah. So that's when you can like be extremely productive. Yeah, as even well. in, even in jujitsu, they have this uh, thing called flow rolling. Uh, it's uh, so basically in jujitsu, you see people when when they're sparring. Um, most of the time, you see two guys. They're either stuck. Someone's got a hold, mm -hmm. and the other person's trying to move, or they're standing and trying to put each other down. But there comes a phase where both of these guys are constantly moving like this guy puts his hand here but he comes with a uh, counter counter move and they keep they like keep puzzle moving. like the rubik's cube they, they keep yeah, moving, like turning exactly. yeah, yeah. they keep moving non-stop and that state of flow that's pretty cool to me it's fascinating because it's not just you moving your body just to it's block two people in flow states mm. yeah. yeah it's two people yeah, in it, a flow state yeah. and it's it's like it's like connected because I know his hand is going here. I'm going to put this, but he's going to counteract with another move. So yeah. I'm going to put my leg like that. Dude, it's crazy. And that's why I, I was fascinated with uh, jujitsu. 
I still did not join any club. <laughs> uh, try Elements. Have you yeah, tried? yeah, there. Yeah. He's the one. Uh, I had Ali on the show uh, uh, in the first uh, mm. days of the podcast. But yeah, I t- already told him if I'm joining uh, uh, Jiu-Jitsu Academy, he's he's yeah, the owner is a really nice guy. He's crazy, Ahmed. Dude. You know Ahmed? Uh, Ahmed is he the brother, uh, the father of Ali? I know the head coach there, Ali yeah. Ali Munfaradi. Okay, I don't know him. I, I know the guy who who I think who's the owner. That's probably his father. Yeah, maybe one of them. Yeah, maybe one of them. Yeah, yeah. but uh, this guy he he's pretty cool. Um, he's very down to earth, and he shared his experience going to Brazil mm. uh, and what he did there. Um, let me show you. Maybe maybe you're talking about Ali, dude, because I think Ali is the owner. I'm not embarrassed. No, not him. Uh, anyway, doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> I know one of the guys there. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, he is, was is just this, is, is this a guy? No. Oh, it's one of them. I think that's his father. Then that's his father. Yeah, that's yeah, his father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty cool guy. Shout out to Ali Munfaradi, man, <laughs> and, and the jujitsu scene here in Bahrain. Gracie Academy opened a few, uh, like exactly when the pandemic is about to hit, they opened. Like talk about timing for businesses. This is recording. Yeah, and we're back. Hello. Hi. Uh, so we were talking about your company, the Plant Power. Yeah. The uh, Plant Power. The Plant Power Company. Yeah, yeah. Company. Why did I? I almost said Plant Power Cafe. I think it's time for you to open a cafe, dude. Inshallah. Yeah. Because as of the moment, you guys only do only do uh, uh, orders, right? Yeah. Or, uh, like subscription based. Subscription based. Yeah. And exactly. what's the shortest people can? Uh, um... The shortest we have the one day trial, uh, oh, so you can oh, just okay. go and three meal two snacks. Um, nice. And then you can just choose based on the day, whatever yeah. you want, or one week. And everything is uh, plant based. Yes. That's so no dairy, crazy. no added uh, refined sugar. Yeah. Or meat or it's anything. It's very hard to come up with to cook something delicious. We are around 150 recipes now. Wow! So, mm. in a way that we try to make the monthly menus in a way that you don't repeat any main meals, like That's for one crazy. month. For, yeah. for you to do that using only plant-based is freaking fantastic, man. But sometimes it's the challenge itself uh, proves a lot of opportunities. Yes. Uh, yes. So, exactly. So you know, Bassam. Uh, of course yeah man. so with, with him uh so many times you're just like sitting down and yeah okay let's do a new dish and from scratch you're just like uh one of our like og uh recipes is the wtf salad <laughs> and the, uh, what the yeah, fresh salad <laughs> yeah exactly and we're like all right let's make the w as a watermelon and then tofu and feta cheese Holy and then crap. and then he wow. was just like he put the ingredients tried it and then all right he quickly like uh, made a sauce for it yeah and done well for like oh my God. old school like uh, signature like salads like that because nice. sometimes you're like really like yeah indeed we sometimes you're in trouble like okay now we need to come up with a new snack or new breakfast mm. uh so we're like okay for example we really like uh this type of food biryani hmm okay how to make a vegan biryani but in a way that it's really tastes like there is not just rice and cashew but something yeah. else as well yeah, yeah so and last time we did the skewers as well with the veggie skewers yeah uh pizza dude there it's was amazing. one uh, one thing you made that i really wanted to, tr- to try is the uh 
uh what what do you call those bowls um it was it's it's like a poke pokeball pokey pokeball yeah 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 pokeball. Th- there's i think the volleyball Ah uh, yes. Yeah, yes, the volleyball yes, yes, is, is really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my new favorite um, is uh, the Swedish meatballs. What? The Swedish. No. Sw- meatballs. Yeah. Okay. Swedish. Swedish, Swedish, Swedish. Meatballs. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like uh, smashed potatoes, these uh, vegan meatballs or yeah. non meatballs yeah. uh, with some jam and uh, brown mushroom sauce. It's phenomenal. It's really, really good. That's this is why I like cooking, man. Because there's a whole science behind it, and how can you take a a a meal mm. swedish meatballs mm, and yeah. make a, a a vegan version of it mm-hmm. and have a taste if not the same even better that's that's the but magic that, of cooking, that part right? is Bassam. he's the genius behind the food uh yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm in a way that i'm the, your regular joe who <laughs> wants to eat yeah. good yeah. so i'm like i'm in a quality control and then we try it and i'm like uh this tastes bad so let's try it mm. Uh, we tweak it and then uh, establish the recipe and then that's how we do it. Nice, dude. Nice. That's freaking phenomenal. And do you get do you get calls from your customers and say, hey, can I have last last week's Monday dish? Uh, no, sometimes they are just like at 2 p.m. Like, hey, can I order for like food for right now? I'm like, no, sorry, because we have to purchase and everything. Oh, uh, yes, mm-hmm. yes. But luckily, because, uh, because of the wide variety, customers like, really satisfied that they don't have to eat the same food all the time uh even the snacks or the breakfast so they're just like hey this is phenomenal please put it more often Mm. on the menu but Mm. that's it yeah you had you had one dish with the sesame seeds on uh uh i think what it looked like it's a noodle yeah yeah Uh, session noodle salad uh, what's that session noodle salad that's probably yeah yeah dude go no, honestly, I did not see your uh, Instagram. I saw it on your no on Christina's uh, yeah. Instagram. Yeah, I saw it on Christina's Instagram, and I'm like, these guys are doing freaking crazy because the meals look legit. They actually look and like the one that she posts is, is the one that actually we serve. So she yeah. doesn't get like a separate one to take the photos with. It's just yeah. like the same fridge or the same as everybody else. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, presentation is on point guys you guys are doing crazy things with the, with the plant uh, power company cafe company oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh we Come just on, call start, it start the a, tppc start a start a cafe dude people will, will be flowing into it yeah. all right yeah man okay dude uh i think it's a safe time to end the podcast uh, I really want to thank you for your time and f- for the opportunity to sit down and talk with you Thank and you. I hope you. <laughs> I hope it's not the end. I hope yeah. you're willing to come here, uh, and next time we might talk about other things not related to uh, fitness and and to you specifically because I know that you you're into a lot of the things that we are into. Movies, books, fantasy, mangas, everything. everything. Yeah, everything. Yeah. Yeah. Even think... Jordan Peterson, dude. Oh yeah. Uh, like, I'm there's a lot of. Uh, lectures i i want to talk about uh with people and and see where we can where we can expand and w- uh, to where we can go talking about his lectures and and uh his recommendations he, his le- lectures are like really um especially last year when it was the pandemic because i was yeah. driving a lot for yeah. the customers i was just like non-stop listening to him and yeah, his man. lessons are so valuable they shouldn't be free <laughs> they they but are, thank like, god they are uh, dude, one, if, one if of you my talk yeah. five years ago 
this is like oh five ten years ago i mean this you won't find something this valuable online just flowing mm-hmm. anywhere for people to watch yeah I'm really looking forward uh, to be a parent as well uh, because the way he talks about like the relationship, yeah. Yeah. The, the closest or perfect relationship is that you can have is with your own child. Yes. Yeah. It's for me, it's on, on the spot and how the way he interpret the Bible and the religious messages into our life. Um, phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah, dude. We can invite him to this show one day. <laughs> we, already, <laughs> we, we already did. Yeah, we're scheduled with him this... No, just kidding. <laughs> I wish left on red. I, I have, we I have his red. WhatsApp if you guys <laughs> <laughs> No, we have his daughter's email address. Don't worry, we applied our CVs already. <laughs> okay. Because she was looking yeah. for like a PR or, she was or secretary you. or something. Okay. Mm. Cool. cool. Thank you very Shout. much. Thank you. Uh, any final remarks before we close to uh, our viewers? Clean your room and exercise a lot. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on my Instagram, uh, the Hunt Coach. Uh, don't worry, just because there is nothing on the wall doesn't mean that I don't check it. <laughs> uh, yeah, so people uh, usually reach me out there. Cool. And if you wanna look at my life, follow my wife's account, The Rocket Fit Chris. Uh, she posts more than me. So you can oh yeah, see. yeah. She's pretty active on. Yeah, on she's really active, media. and yeah. then if if you're interested in our daily life, she's posting it. Yeah, <laughs> me. Yeah. I'm just I'm just into memes. <laughs> uh, that's it. Aren't we all, dude? Uh, Aren't we all into memes? We are just yeah. memes. Anyways, <laughs> thank you guys for you. listening and share this with people who would find value from this episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and stay safe, peeps. Peace. Bye. Bye.